One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of Owning It, the Anxiety Podcast with yours truly, Caroline Foran. Today, it's just myself. I wanted to take a moment to do a solo episode um, and talk about something that I think, according to my Instagram DMs, is a very legitimate anxiety that a lot of us are facing now as we begin to emerge finally from COVID. So it sounds bizarre, it will definitely sound bizarre to probably your most social butterflyist of pals to be feeling uneasy about going back to the thing that we we had taken from us. Um, but I want to talk here about why it makes sense and why it's okay to feel that way, why, why it's normal to feel that way and sort of things that we can keep in mind to help ourselves adjust back to or adjust forward to whatever this new normal will look like. Also, just as to say, you know, this is an anxiety that I myself am struggling with a bit at the moment. Um, a lot of my friends are very excited about things going back to normal. They're talking about plans. They're talking about all the different things that, you know, we can do and we haven't been able to do. And while part of me is very much looking forward to the idea of going out for a meal, a large part of me is apprehensive about... Um, the expectation that will be that will exist for everyone to make up for lost time and to catch up on all the things that we couldn't do while we were in lockdown and to see everyone in the whole world and and you know not say no to things and you know the amount of things I've seen on social media that have said I'll never say no again to like a night out or whatever because when you get something taken away from you you realize how how important it is and how valuable it is but as much as we would have loved the opportunity this whole past year to be able to do some of the things that make us feel good we don't have to go back to normal full throttle you know going from zero to 90 if it's something that makes us uneasy it's because our bodies are telling us this is something we need to be careful with so 
I suppose to start with, let's talk about why would why would we have anxiety coming out of something like this? COVID is is the thing that has given so many people anxiety, myself included, like living within the confinements of the restrictions, not being able to see friends and family, not being able to fill your tank the ways that you normally would, that would, you know, help your anxiety, whether it's going for a yoga class or, you know, just catching up with friends, any of those things that help to just de-stress you, we haven't had. Um, at the same time, we have, given given the scenario that we found ourselves in, we adapted to it as humans always do. And we almost found, for a lot of us anyway, comfort in the discomfort of, of lockdown and restriction life. And it became our normal to live within a certain kilometre radius of your of our home to only see a handful of people, you know, the people that you live with and maybe one or two other people for a walk if you were able to do so, only seeing people over Zoom and it became familiar. So now, whether we like it or not, this has become, I guess, our new comfort zone. Um, It's our point of reference. It's what we're familiar with. So anything outside of that is going to potentially bring on a little bit of stress because what's not what's not in our comfort zone has to make us feel stress in order to stretch it. So basically it goes back to what I talk about in the confidence kit, um, which is a stretch zone experience. Um, So rather than go into life post-COVID full throttle, if you're anxious about it, obviously if you're dying to go back to normal, you don't, this is not an episode for you. This is for people who are feeling a little bit apprehension like I am. Then it's about thinking about your re-entry to society I suppose in terms of these stretch zone experiences so you step out of your comfort zone and you do something for a short time that puts you into the learning zone it's going to feel a little bit rusty a little bit stressful and then you go back to your comfort zone and then you step out of it again and you go back and every time you do a small experience like that you stretch your comfort zone little bit by bit and then as you add more things into your comfort zone they become more familiar then they no longer become things that give you anxiety or cause you stress. They become part of the of the routine, part of your normality. So what happens is we sometimes go out of the comfort zone so far into the learning zone and we're having all these stressful experiences and maybe they seem like positive stress. But if you spend so long in that zone and you don't go back and recalibrate and come back to zero in your comfort zone, that's when it tips over into feeling proper anxiety and struggling and feeling overwhelmed so it's okay to feel a little bit apprehensive about coming out of lockdown it's okay to be a bit rusty and a bit uncomfortable if you're going to go to say like a barbecue or something so allow for that but then let yourself come back to what you have become so familiar with and allow that experience to settle with you instead of going from zero to 90. It's also important to say that from a psychological perspective um we have been conditioned over the last year to be on such high alert and our minds and bodies are so vigilant to what has become a very legitimate threat to our survival anxiety is always a case of our body perceiving threats and a lot of the times they're threats where threats don't exist they're perceived threats they're imagined threats they're future oriented but covid has been such a valid very real threat that has surrounded us and has embedded into our subconscious slowly and it's become part of our our fabric to be on high alert when we go outside to think that even if it's not in your conscious mind it's been it's there in your body now to hold yourself a little bit tighter when you go into a supermarket or to 
veer off the pathway to to avoid a person so that you're not too close to them it it feels weird to be anything other than you know at least a meter and a half from another from a stranger on the street so we had to adapt to that way of living in order to keep ourselves safe and that was how our mind and bodies adapted and now we're going to have to undo that work when everyone is vaccinated and when things do go back to normal we have to reverse that thinking and remind our bodies and and teach it again that it is safe to be in scenarios where we're around other people but it's going to that's not going to happen overnight so it's going to feel like an anxiety inducing to be you could have been someone who loved going to gigs and you might find that you'll be at a gig and you feel like whoa this is a weird experience I'm surrounded by people there's not that much space around me and that is not only just because you're not used to it but also because your brain is perceiving this as a threat because well you've been telling me this whole year that it's a threat so why are we in the situation now that we're in this situation I'm going to crank up the the anxiety to tell you that we need to get out of this situation so there's going to be that adjustment period going on where your your brain is going to go on autopilot reacting anxiously to things that up until now would have been cause for concern and as we come out of COVID are less of a cause for concern so you're going to have to allow that buffer of time to let your mind and body catch up with the reality and what that involves then is doing what you can in those situations to make help your body help you feel safe secure reassured and to do it in small doses so that it's not completely overwhelming so again it's going into those experiences and then coming out of them again and letting things recalibrate so it's absolutely so normal to feel anxious coming out of covid we've never been threatened like this before it's uncharted territory it's so bizarre it's a huge shift in how we live but thankfully well at least in ireland anyway where where i'm recording it's going to be quite a, a gradual return to normal so it's not like lockdown today nightclubs tomorrow we're slowly but surely going to increase the distances that we can travel we're going to slowly I mean I'm assuming this is the case I haven't actually I haven't actually read through a detailed um, exit strategy from lockdown but I think it's going to be a case of trialing and testing opening certain things up and seeing how we get on and then going a little bit further a little bit further and that might seem frustrating because you know how much longer do we have to be in the situation but in a way it lends itself to mirroring your mind and body having a chance to adjust slowly back to normality as well and so you know whether it's maybe okay now you can go and visit someone else's house do that get comfortable with that and then okay maybe now you can go out for dinner do that get comfortable with that if you're if you're listening somewhere where everything is open back up and there's no restrictions left anymore I think it still helps to approach um returning to normal in a way that makes you feel like you're in control and that the things that you're doing are things that you're that you're opting into because you want to do them not because you have to and um, there is a pressure socially I think among people to you know because we've been denied of so much for so long that of, co- of course you should want to get back out and of course you won't say no to things but just because staying home and staying in and doing nothing has been the only thing we could do for so long doesn't mean it becomes something that we no longer want to do. Now it becomes a choice. Now it becomes something that we actively opt into as opposed to being the only thing that we can do. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So... As far as I'm concerned, deciding not to go to a party or not to do something because I, it's not because I'm just saying no, it's because I'm choosing to have a night in to just decompress, to recalibrate, to bring myself back to zero, to unwind. And that is a valid way to spend your time. That's productive resting. It's so important. So it's just really important as we come out of this to, to still think of spending time alone, spending time at home as a, like a worthy way of spending your time and it's something that you could opt into and as a perfectly good reason to say why you're not going to do something else. When we are out in in society um, there's another I guess there's the anxiety about going from zero to 90 and having a packed schedule or you know having lots of things on in one weekend and that might seem so far into us now but then there is the anxiety that when okay say you are out in in society you are out at a party you're at some gathering and what I've noticed is I've I have felt a rise in the social anxiety side of things not just kind of the overwhelm anxiety in in, in a larger sense but like actually when I'm in inter- in an interaction with someone I feel like very rusty very uncomfortable and when that social anxiety kicks off it's it's hard to get out of your own head and it's hard not to you know you're the protagonist in your own life so in the conversation that you're having with someone you're going to feel like oh my god what am I saying that person has also been through the same thing that you've been through where they've been cut off from social interactions they will also be rusty everyone is going to feel this way and I think the most important thing to do is to acknowledge that and maybe even joke about it or bring it up and laugh about the fact that we all feel a little bit like we've just come down in the last shower we don't really know how to put one foot in front of the other we don't even know how to physically interact with each other like you know hugging or elbows or standing near someone it's all it all has to be relearned again and it's going to take time and we're all out of practice but I think what helps with that anxiety is to own it conveniently which is the whole message of the podcast but to to confidently own your lack of confidence um, because it's very understandable, it's very forgivable and what you will do is you'll break the ice in those situations and you will probably empower that person to feel like it's okay for them to feel the way you do because chances are they do feel that way. So 
when there's nothing else to talk about, when there's no other news to share or we feel like we have very little to talk of in the way of small talk, I think a good go-to for me anyway has always been to just address the elephant in the room and say, you know, hi, how are you? Ask them questions, take take the heat off you in those situations and, and ask someone and be interested in what they're saying, listen to them um, and and just be honest about how, yeah, this is, it's strange being back out. You know, it's, it's weird, I almost got comfortable being locked in my house and I think that that first of all that willingness to own your vulnerability takes down barriers and it makes people relate to each other much better so you're going to have a far more enjoyable interaction with someone Uh, the anxiety is going to dissipate almost instantly because you're not trying to pretend like you're fine you're not trying to just come out like a social butterfly when our wings have been utterly clipped beyond belief so with all of this it's really a case of starting from zero being patient with ourselves, understanding why we feel anxious. So it's, you know, the way our bodies are responding and it's also a lack of practice. And the same way you would approach public speaking if you hadn't done it for a long time or you've never done it, you start small, you do one thing, it's going to feel weird, it's going to feel uncomfortable. The next time you do it, it feels less so. So we just need to experience life again in a way that makes us feel in control and that allows us to dip our toe in the pool of of normality and come back and let us adjust and give us that time if you deny how you're feeling now and you say it's ridiculous it's stupid I shouldn't feel this way and you go hell for leather on the social activities and you know you fill up your calendar right up to the brim you're going to come up against a feeling of of resistance and tension because you're ignoring what your body is saying to you your body is saying look I know this hasn't been nice but we got kind of used to being here so take take your time and say it to your friends if you're worried if you're if you're in a whatsapp group like I am and your friends are saying you know can't wait for this can't wait for that be the person to say like yeah obviously it's great that things are opening up you know I want to be able to see my friends again but like if I'm honest I'm a little bit overwhelmed about the idea of jumping back in so you know if if it then you're opening up that conversation for people to say yeah me too and then also you're laying the foundation that if you do decide, if if your friends are planning something and you decide, look, I'm going to just sit this one out, you've already kind of addressed it and people will respect and appreciate that this is, you're going to take it at your own pace. And, you know, I think there's a pressure that we'll all go back at the same pace and we can't, not, not everyone is the same. Some people are dying to go back to normal. Some people, like a lot of people on my Instagram certainly are, like I said, f- have found an odd comfort in the discomfort and we can't deny that we can't suppress that we need to work with that and slowly bring ourselves back to a balance where we feel like we're we're no longer confined in our four walls but we're not so out of our depth and in such an anxious situation that we start to suffer and you know have it really negatively impact our day to day so don't say yes to everything all at once and leave yourself overwhelmed be smart about what you do think about if you really want to do it if you if if it wasn't, you know, post-COVID, is it something you would actually want to do anyway? Or do you feel like you just have to say yes? Are you trying to please someone or are is it something you actually want to do? Um, how is your energy? How, how are you feeling today? Do you want to, do you need to recharge? Do you feel like you actually need to go and you maybe get energy from something like a social interaction? And, and check in with yourself and rely on your intuition, which is something I've explored before in the podcast about listening to ourselves um, at a deeper level, which is hard to do when you're trying to fit yourself into the expectations of what we think society is needs of us um and just because yeah just because we can do more things doesn't mean we have to and the most important thing is to 
meet yourself where you're at now and just acknowledge the anxiety and ask yourself okay well what am I afraid of what am I what is the worst case scenario is this a normal response let me tell you that it is um don't don't be hard on yourself for feeling this way I, I hope I've explained that it's it's very normal from a from a survival perspective your body is like hang on a second we've been told to be on high alert and now you're expecting us to just chill that's going to take some time um, we get we adapt very quickly and just as much as we adapted to COVID we will adapt out of it again but it's not something that happens overnight so go easy on yourself allow for the anxiety give yourself time start small and slow and listen to yourself and don't see staying in as opting out of of life see it as something that you're actually choosing to do um, and I think hopefully hopefully post-COVID you know, we will rethink how we spend our time. Before we went into lockdown, a lot of people were very go, go, go. A lot of people were experiencing burnout. And then through no choice of their own, they had to slow right down. They had to pair things back. And while it wasn't welcomed at first, for a lot of people, it made them realize how they were spending their time. Were they spending their time doing things they wanted to be doing? Was it good for them? Was it draining them? Was it giving them anxiety? And now that we know the value of time and we know the value of of being with people that we love and doing things that we want to do we can be a lot more selective about it so i'm hoping that while there's an initial eagerness to to go back to normality across the board i'm hoping that people will be a little bit more i guess wise with their choices and not just burning themselves out because they can or not doing all the things because you can but actually really thinking about what they want to do so I hope that this episode has has given you a little bit of reassurance around some of that anxiety I certainly feel it myself um, and I a lot of my anxiety for me has been because since COVID I had a baby and now I have not only to go back to normality but I have to go back to normality with my baby and I don't know how to do normal with him it's all beyond my terms of everyday terms of reference it's all you know it's not none of it's familiar to me I've only had my baby within our 5k of the house he's not even been in anyone else's house he's no one else has put him to bed so I feel an extra layer of anxiety about just trying to adapt him to normal life and it's not him that needs to adapt because he's babies are so brilliant at adapting it's me and my need I have this need to want to be in control because COVID has allowed me to be in control COVID has allowed us to have a routine with no disruptions and no distractions and and no just swanning off here and having the whole routine go upside down and while that's been great and it's been really helpful to be able to get him into routine and me into routine to feel that I can manage it's almost to our detriment because now there's an inflexibility there so when life comes back to normal and you know things happen and go with the flow I'm not in a position really to go with the flow so I'm approaching it very much from a perspective of you know just do something get some experience go into town with the baby leave him at someone else's house for for an hour leave him at the grandparents house for an hour and see how you get on and then add to it so you're always starting from one position and you're not going right to the other end of the spectrum. You're you're making small and steady increments to build your confidence and to dissipate the anxiety and prevent it from ever turning into something that feels like you can't uh, control and that you can't get a handle on. So that's where I'm at. I think a lot of you will be feeling similar and I hope that I've given you some, some ways to think about it and some practical tips to help you navigate through um, 
the return to whatever life post-COVID will be. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next week with another brilliant um, expert guest and we will be talking about all things hormones and anxiety. So do stay tuned. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The easiest way to access Owning It Real Time is to head to the link in the episode description or episode details, whatever you call them, show notes. You will find the link in there at the top. You can sign up right away for Owning It Real Time and access the full library of 10 situation-specific audio guides that will help you own your anxiety even more than you've ever done before.